0: Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Centre. Our vision is bringing people into the full realisation of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. House House Seven, Plot Two, Stroke Three. Kudratabiola Way, Oregun, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, before you take your seat, can you just walk around and just greet someone? in the name of the law find out how their day has been uh, right here in the city of lagos it rained practically uh for most part of the day so there was traffic i mean i mean just appreciate them for breezing through the traffic to be at the beautiful exchange service tonight thank you everyone who is online uh tonight wherever you're joining from we appreciate you. We thank God for your life. We're starting a series today. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get through this uh, message um, next week by, by Sunday. If not, we just uh, roll it over again. Um, someone have asked me once, he said, you like to teach about uh, who we are in Christ Jesus? I said, yes. I said because when we know who we are in Christ Jesus, uh, every other thing that people struggle with in their faith work becomes very easy. When you know who you are in Christ Jesus, uh, your prayer life uh, will be be growing. Uh, When you know who you are in Christ Jesus, there are certain things, you just have boundaries around your life, there are certain things that cannot come near you. So um, I understand for bankers, uh, those who work in financial institutions, uh, when they want to teach them how to recognize fake currency, they only do one thing. They don't bring fake currency. They always trade them with the original currency, because when you, are, when you can know how the original currency looks like, it's very easy for you when they bring any fake currency. No matter how close, no matter the serial number or the make, when you know the original, Uh, you you are in a very safe place to recognize the fake ones it's the same thing when we know who we are in Christ Jesus whose we are in Christ Jesus uh, what he has done for us when we understand the full work of the of of redemption uh, it's just going to help us the whole gospel message is built around three things the debt the barrier and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you have a good grasp of it, it helps you to be able to walk in dominion. It helps you to be able to exercise that dominion. It helps you to be able to walk in everyday victory. The work of redemption is a complete walk. There is no addition to it. There is no other foundation that can be laid except that which Christ has, has laid. For the salvation of mankind. So we, we start out, we're going to read quite uh, a lot of scriptures tonight. Just to put things in perspective. Uh, and I'm going to be preaching. If you have that uh, translation, even if you don't have it, just follow us. I'm going to be using the Passion Translation. Uh, because it, it kind of breaks it down for us to have a good understanding of the things that we'll be talking about tonight. Uh, Paul prayed the prayer, and that's where we are starting tonight. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 22. Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verses 15 uh, to 22 in the Passion Translation. And you know, uh, people have said, I mean, there is uh, a collection of what is regarded as Pauline prayers. Uh, when you look at the Pauline prayers, maybe on Sunday, uh, I'll just uh, get us to understanding. When you look at the Pauline prayer, it's just towards one purpose. For each believer to come into a place of understanding of who they are in Christ Jesus. So the Pauline prayer is full. This particular one is one of the Pauline prayer. If you have a good Bible like mine, um, you will see it subhelded. it. Paul prays for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Every believer needs to do that on a daily basis. So I start reading from verse 15. Is said, because of these, since I first heard about your strong faith, that's Paul writing to the, to the believers in Ephesians in Ephesus. And if he's writing them, the message is still relevant to us today. Uh, who are believers in Lagos or believers in any other part, in Europe or in North America. It's still the same message. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it's still the same prayer that is relevant to us today as believers in Christ. So verse 15 says, because of this, since I first heard about your strong faith, so he qualified it, as you walk with God, As you walk with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit in your heart, your faith must become strong. So, he says, he heard about their strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then their tender love towards all his devoted ones. So, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and then they were growing in love towards other believers. He said, my heart is full and overflowing with thanks to God for you as i constantly remember you in my prayer so that also gives us an insight that as believers we must have a thriving prayer life because it must be consistent it must be progressive verse 17 says this is the content of his prayer he said i pray that the father of glory the god of our lord jesus would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and spirit of revelation. Two things there. Spirit of wisdom or spirit of judgment as we live our lives. And then spirit of revelation because what those two things we do for us, it deepens our faith in the Lord Jesus. It helps us to be able to live in the practicality of the Christian life. And Christian life is life of God shared with us. Christian life is God, is men living as gods on planet heart. I mean, one of the writing or one of the things that I've learned early uh, is this quote. He said, The Son of God became the Son of Man, so that the sons of men may become the sons of God. It's very strong. There was a beautiful exchange. Jesus completed the work of redemption. So, he said, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, will impart to us the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. Why do we need that? He said, to know him thorough, through deepening, your deepening intimacy with him. He said, I pray that the light of God will illuminate your eyes of imagination." It will flood you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of His calling. That is the weight of God's glorious inheritances that He finds in us, is only one. You see, when believers come to that place of understanding, most of the things, for example, we take as prayer point, we don't take it that way. Most of the way we behave uh, towards the complete package of the work of redemption, we assume a new perspective. Some believers still live their Christian experience and see that there are things they need to overcome. You no, know, we overcame. It's a different, Revelation 12:11. So we, it, it informs our perspective. Some believers believe that there is, must be something that you must do for you to to just get into the flow of God's inheritance for us. But he says there in verse 19, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to us through faith. Can you see? So we receive, we are saved by faith. We grow progressively in the law by faith. We will finish strong and well by faith. We can never really live life outside Jesus. We are beneficiary of his grace. So, he says our life will be an advertisement of this immense power as it walks through us. He said this is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority. I mean just beautiful understanding of that we helped you to know that you have victory over Satan over demonic spirit you have victory you I mean it's not uh, you get into trouble and you are saying God now begin to save me let's begin to mm -mm, you have the victory we have the victory can I can someone say that with me tonight I have the victory he said, you are placed the highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted. That's Jesus. At first above every ruler, authority, government, and realms of power in existence. A good understanding of that will help us. He said, he is gloriously enthroned over every name that is praised a good understanding of that will also help us. Because sometimes, when we talk about spiritual warfare, for example, we think that it's just a contest between Jesus, his angels, and then demonic spirit and Satan. No, there is no competition. It's a complete war. And what I want us to understand in tonight's teaching is that when you stay in him, you can enjoy this full benefit. When you stay in him, if it's raining outside this building, and as long as we are seated here, because it's properly roofed, the rain cannot get to us. But if you go outside while it is raining, there is a tendency that you get wet. Even with an umbrella, which seems to be the alternative thing, there is that tendency that you get wet. But as long as you are in this room, and for as long as the rain it cannot get to you. Praise God. If there is a leakage anywhere, which is sometimes that's what happens to believers, when you have any leakage in your life, the devil can attempt to reach you. But we have the victory. He said, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith the reason why us believers we don't enjoy the fullness of this thing is that we have not seen ourselves in that realm we have not seen ourselves enjoying the benefit of all that jesus did for us can i have an amen tonight he said but jesus has been gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised not only in this age but in the age that is coming. Can I have an amen again? So the victory is not only for you and I to just live here. Even in the ages to come, if you're a good student of the Bible, the things that are yet to happen in, in the book of Revelation, the contest, and all of the things that you see, Jesus triumphed victoriously. Can I have an Amen. I said, can I have an amen tonight? You see, this is one of the things that separates Christianity from any other persuasion. It is life. It is practical. It is applicable. It's even when you refuse to take advantage of it. Can I say something to us tonight? If you have a very good car, maybe it's a um, valve engine, and then... I mean, you, you see that car and you have a smooth road. If you decide to drive that car at eight, 80 kilometers per hour, you enjoy your ride. But if you decide to maximize that car and you are driving, I said, I, I put the caveat, very good road, you are driving and if the car is about 240 km per hour that you can do and you are doing 220, you are still maximizing that car. It's the same thing in the life of a believer. We can, we only enjoy this right based on the knowledge of what is available to us. We need to increase the knowledge. If you are struggling in any area of your Christian experience, shed light upon it. You know that there is nothing that Jesus has not done. I'm glad the Bible did not say, not just in this world. It said, even in the age that is coming, He said, and he alone, verse 22, is the leader and source of everything needed in the church. Can I have an amen, church? Yeah, whatever you need, whatever I need, everything has been fully supplied from. I mean, it's the understanding. If I need a new phone now, if you don't understand that it's been fully supplied for, you will think that it's at the point that I'm making the demand or request that is when it's being manufactured. That's already too late because whatever you need is already around you. All you just have to do is to lay hold, live in the reality of what has been done. And then what do you do? These things have become to us as gifts. So what do you do? You receive it. During the EFC, I was talking about the three foremost gifts of God. Number one is the gift of salvation. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus shared his love. But you know that there are many people in, the, in, the, in, the, in the, our world who didn't reckon with that, who didn't identify with that. So they don't enjoy the benefit of salvation. Can I have an amen tonight? The gift of righteousness. A, a lot of people are afraid. They are afraid of their future. They are afraid of the devil. They are afraid. Demonic powers are real. But if you are in him, you are bulletproof against it. Can I have an amen? amen? Can I have an amen? amen. Hey, your, does your amen need recharge car tonight? It's an understanding. You need to power it. And that understanding that is the faith. You need to respond in it. You need to find yourself that this is my car. It has the potential, it has the capacity to run, to run maximally on 240 kilometers per hour. But I choose. I mean, it's just like what is being said about our our, our train system at the moment. They said because of gravity, they just reduce the power. It can function very well, much more than it is. Is it still moving people? Yes, but at a longer time. At a longer time. So we need to come to a place of understanding where we know that what the work of redemption is a complete one. There is nothing to be done again. Jesus has even completed it to the fact that he is seated right now as we speak at the right hand of God, having completed that work of redemption. And in his mind, he also sees us seated. Can I, can I have an amen tonight? Amen. And the Bible says in Hebrews seven twenty five is lived to make intercession. And what is the point of intercession? That his church may come into a place of awareness. The Bible says, when we see Jesus, we still see him on the cross, it's like we are whatever we do, contrary to the work of Jesus, it's like we are crucifying him back on the cross. No, we can't do that. We can't do that. So, please understand the strength of our faith work. Is rooted in the believer's intimacy with God. That's the strength, that's where the capacity is, that's where the potential is. That is where the full blast of enjoying the grace of our Lord Jesus is. is. Let me take the subject of prayer. Do you know Hebrews 4:16? I mean, settles it for us. He says, where we come, he said, let us come boldly. If we come cowardly, we can't get answer to prayer. If we come with unbelief, we cannot get answer to prayer. If we come without having the word of God, because he said, bring forth your just reason. Just reason is not whining and complaining. So we must come with confidence that we have come to the God who answers prayer. According to his word, he said unto him shall all flesh come. So when we come, we are coming to a throne of grace we are coming to a throne of mercy we are coming to a place where we find grace that will help us in the times of our need can I have an amen tonight so the strength of our faith walk is rooted in that intimacy with God is rooted you see when we talked about that when you make that statement in Him, it means that is where you and I derive our identity from. In Him means that in Him means that is where our destiny is. Because He for new us, that is where when we identify with Him, that is where the beginning, the middle, and the end of our lives. That's where we derive our identity from. Some people derive their identity from material possession. Some people derive their identity from their family name. But we have a family. The Bible says this family unto whom the father of our Lord Jesus Christ is the head of the family. The whole family, the church is named after him. So we derive our own inheritance. We may have earthly inheritance, I mean physical inheritance from family or not. But hey we have an inheritance in God can we read again Acts chapter 17 verse 28 I'm preaching from TPT just help me tonight Acts 17 28 he said it is through him it is through him that we live that's one level but we also in living we function and then in function we have our identity. You know, the subject of identity has to do with esteem. It has to do, if you don't understand it, you even though Jesus has completed the work of redemption, you can be bowing down your head and walking like peasant on planet Earth. You can be bowing down your head and never eh, eject any demon from anyone. You can be bowing down your head And never exercise your authority that we have. I was preaching some few weeks ago. You know some of these things is because we have attached certain things. So we do deliverance service. There's no need to call for a special service. Where the power of the Lord is, there is deliverance. So as I was just preaching, and I was just walking through a line. You were there. And then I heard a loud scream. And this girl just screamed, dropped her microphone that she was singing with. And you just charged towards her. You can't hold her. And I said, You are a stranger in that body because I understand who I am. He said, As soon as you hear my voice, you come out of your hiding places. I said, Lose her. And she just like, "Ah," And just, I said, Be still. I said, This is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Devil, you have no, you can't create anybody. So, this is the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I do not permit you to come near this body. I can't be running. You know you know when people are manifesting, if you see where they're manifesting, the energy in them, I can't be running after. Because I understand two things can be in a place. Light and darkness can operate together. Can I have an amen tonight? I just want to challenge us. Do I have power to check demons on my own? I'm doing it in Him, in Him. So some of those scripture you will see in Him, in whom, through Him, by Him. So He said we through Him we live and function and have our identity. He said just as even the philosopher of that age, they believe that when you have a lineage they believe good things come from that lineage so he said but our own lineage our own inheritance our own dna our own identity it comes from him come I have an amen tonight john 15:5 is another scripture john 15:5 is another scripture so you see when you i don't know how it is if you are still running your life you don't derive that identity and you are still running uh, is my life. I can do whatever I have with my life. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You are not. He says, "I am the sprouting vine. You know, it's the vine that supplies nutrients to so the branches, and it's the branches that produces the fruit. So, if there is a consistent flow of virtues into you, as is our own vine, the husbandman is God, the Father. So like, you are my branches." As you live in union, can you see that word again? In union, not out of union. We are not independent of him. There is nothing that is called self-independence for the believer in Christ. The salvation package is not yours. The Holy Ghost that lives on the inside of you to be your guide, to be your GPRS in the journey of life is not yours. So you are gifted to live in union with him. He said, as your source. As your source. Not one of your sources. No, as your source. As your source. You see the plants. A mango. I mean, there is a supply. You can never see mango producing pears. No. Everything is there. So, if God is your source, you will live like him. You will function like him. Your identity is in him. Your self-esteem is in him. You are here tonight. I have nothing to impress you about. I don't. I don't. The utterance that I'm functioning in is from him. I've just only touched a line on my message outline. That's the way this is. We have to depend on him. I can never come to a point where I know how to preach every message is different so our fruitfulness will stream from within us but when you live separate life from him you are powerless can I have an amen tonight so please understand our identity our destiny our inheritance we derive everything from him Colossians chapter 2, we read from verses 6 to 10. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 10. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 10. You know, I've encouraged, and i was still going to encourage you, you must have a note. You must have a note. I will not be there when life hits. And if you don't have your roots in place, the storms of life can take you, can't they? The challenges of life, the temptation can sweep you off your feet. It's that in the same way, you receive Jesus as our Lord and Messiah by faith. So that's not the end. That's just the beginning. That's introduction to Physics 101. But you must continue your journey of faith you must progress further how into your union with him verse verse 7 is that your spiritual roots must go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength so the more you deepen your roots the more he spiritually infuses you with his strength so when you find out that your strength is failing it means it is time for deepening of your roots and i have an amen I, i said to people christianity is as practical as anything the dimension you choose to operate in that's what you operate in if you if you if you operate in shallow water you get words. I mean, you can, you can use your hand to scoop water and to cool your body and all that. But if you are swimming, it's a different experience. He said, you are infused with strength. Encouraged in every way. There is a level where people, other people are encouraging you, are counseling with you. But there is a level that the Holy Spirit takes over and there is a level he expects you to be canceling other people. Can I have an amen tonight? Can you see how God himself charted this part of growth for us in him? So He says, you are encouraged in every way for you are established in the faith. So you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. So, when that is in place, he said, beware! I think we need to preach that a lot to us, Nigerian believers. A lot of the time, we are not. Some people just eat all kinds of things in the name of spiritual diet. And they begin to run to He said, but beware! You see, that be, being beware is a high level of discernment that comes by reason of you deepening your root in him. You know poison sometimes when it's in food, if you don't have a high level of discernment, you may not be able to tell the difference. Sometimes poison is hidden in the most delicious food. If you don't like the food, you won't eat it now in the first place. So, but he said, beware that no one did distract you. So if Paul was crying, beware in his days, I think these days we need to cry, beware. There was no TV. There was no social media. So nobody is posting anything. Nobody is arguing anything. And sometimes in the even in the day of Jesus, for you to know what the word of the Lord is, you have to come to the temple. So they bring the scroll out. But it's in this day that you need to beware. No one distracts you or intimidates you in their attempt to lead you away from Christ's fullness. I hear a lot of teaching today. I just smile. I smile. I smile. I smile. Not because of anything, but it's the description of what we're about to read said, people have been driven away from Christ's fullness by pretending to be full of wisdom when they are filled with endless arguments of human logic. Can I have an amen tonight? He said, these people operate with humanistic and clouded judgment based on the mindset of this world system and not the anointed truth. Of the Anointed One, John fourteen six, Jesus said, "I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life." So people are looking for the truth, people are looking for the way, people are looking for the life. But he says, "We must beware that no one distract us from the truth of the Anointed One." Let's read further. Can we read together? One, two, three, go. Is the complete. There is no variableness, no shadow of turning. It is the complete fullness. So, if I'm on a spiritual journey of growth, and I want to experience the fullness of God, Christ, of fullness of God, let me just follow the teaching, the truth of the Anointed One, which is Christ. Verse ten. Can we read together? One, two, three, go. So, he is a complete fullness. And he's saying to you and I who are believers in Christ that your own, my own, let's read further, is now found where? In him. Can you say, you know, the previous one he said, the complete fullness. So, he's not even talking to you and I as believers that our own, please, verse 10. says we are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness over you know this is a process if you get outside if it's raining and you're outside this room you get wet if you stay under an umbrella there's no guarantee that you can't get wet it's just your head and probably Part of your body that is protected. If the rain is torrential, it blows and cover your legs. Could spoil your leather shoe if you have one horn. But it says, our horn, we are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head. Can I have an amen? Yeah. This is looking good. He is the head of every kingdom. authority in the universe. I won't mention it but I've listened to people on telly they never say in the name of Jesus sickness you believe you can't be distracted. Just because you see crowd doesn't mean that. (laughs) I've seen people who will go for three hours, they won't open the Bible to read the scripture. No, you can't, you can't, you can't be sucked in into that. And that's why you need to get your load. Even when I teach, you must behave like the Berean Christian. Go back home, go through the scripture to check whether what I'm saying is true. I've done it in places before. I said Romans 17. I just got you now because you are looking for Romans 17. There is no Romans 17, but if you don't know, somebody may just say, in the book of Romans chapter 17, and then bring his own philosophy in, and then you just take it in because he's an anointed. Well, whichever way, <laughs> that means you watch, you watch such things and you know what they say. I mean, I I I still listen to one on TikTok this afternoon. It's funny. He says, um, "Stand up." He said, "God wants to bless you." (laughs) Okay, you are showing us. God wants to bless you. He said, "But there is a demon in you." Is that not a conflict? Sit down, my brother said, for that blessing to come, we must first do the for the demons to live. No, you don't. We are not magicians. We are not. We are not. It's not that the more you see, the less you understand. No, the more you see, the more you understand. Because you are deepening your roots. Praise God. You know, sometimes... When we talk about the supernatural, if it's not comica, magica, uh, people don't believe it. But if you are living your Christian experience like that, Jesus may walk and sit by your side and you may not recognize him. A lot of us, we carry the mentality because we have watched enough Nollywood films when they, we mention the word devil Is that person in black suit or black gown with horns? No, he may come, the Bible says he's a deceptor. So he may come in suit, powerful suit, Gucci perfume. Because his way is deception. So today, we are new creature or new creation in Christ Jesus. Can I have an amen? We do not live in shame, guilt, and condemnation anymore. Can I have an amen? Our esteem is in God. We don't have low self-esteem, which comes as a result of sin or spiritual death from the life of God. Can I have an amen? For you to understand it, 2 Corinthians 5.17, what does he say? 2 Corinthians 5.17. I mean, for the rest of my life, if it's to just help believers to come into this awareness, I'm committed to it. He said, now, if anyone is enfolded in Christ, he said, he has become what? Ah, I, I wish we all understand that. I mean, the body of Christ. We will be more effective. You know, as I read that, some people, he has suggested certain thoughts, injected certain thoughts, then well, they may be talking about everybody, but not you. That's low self-esteem. No. That's the same thing the devil did eh, for Adam and, and Eve. God has said. The question is, as God said, should not even enter. It should not be a point of consideration at all. If anyone is a new creation in Christ Jesus, he is a new person. All that is related to the old order as what? Eh? As As what? As what? As what? As what? I want you to register as what? If something has vanished, is it still there? I mean, science students can help us. When you say something vanishes, it happens to me, the shape, the form, the entity itself is nowhere to be found. Viruses has shape and all that, a But when something vanishes, You can't see the form. You can't see the shape. I mean, you can't even find the cell that gives room for multiplication. Can we read together that last line? One, two, three, go. So, stop. When we say behold, we just think like it's an English word. You have to see it. Like you look through the microscope of heaven. You look closely, that's what behold means. You see what is under the table, if there is anything under the table, you look at it genetically. Behold, everything is what? Yes. Behold, everything is fresh. Maybe one of these days we'll be able to get things. Like I said, I'm not saying demons don't exist. I'm not saying uh, so. For African Christians, they have argument with this. My father died at the age of 40. My mother died at the age of 40. My uncle died at the age of 40. Uh, my aunties died at the age of 40. So, in my family, there must be what? I mean, yeah, respond to me. Are you not Africans again? Eh? See, let me put the caveat there. So, if the Bible says everything is fresh and new, what is your responsibility as a believer? You now say to yourself, part of your behold is, say, okay, 40, 40, 40, 40. But me... (laughs) Do you understand how these things work? That's how spiritual things work. Because if you don't do it, a lot of of people, I've met such people in my... Johnny as a Christian, he said, I'm approaching 40. I know that I'm going to die. I said, see, if you say it much, you will die. So we have to reroute their thinking with the word of God. With the word of God. So in him, long life will satisfy you and show you his salvation. And show you. I may not have control over the past because I, I probably don't know what the grandparents are not. True. But my mind is not there. My mind is focused on my new creation reality. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. See, if you don't approach it that way, because a lot of people are always afraid to approach it. They don't want to touch it. They say, when we get to the river, we, cross, we build a bridge. No. Don't get to the river. Begin and that will take me to probably well, sixty minutes more. Wherever I want to stop, I can teach this for a whole year. Really, that's the truth. But I will continue to teach it till the end of this month. The truth is that you have to make up your mind in Him. In Him. In Him. One of those scriptures. I don't know who you are. If you have battle with it's Colossians three two. He said you haven't. Can we read it? Colossians chapter one. Chapter 3, let's read verses 1 to 3. Can we read together? 1, 2, 3, go. Can you stop? Do you believe that? I want you to sell out on it. It means pause, think deeply, meditate upon it. Can we go again? Can we go again? So if you believe it, then your fixation is not somebody is going to die at 40. It's say your own mind, you yearn for all that is above. All that is above is above all. It spoils principalities and powers. That's our own mindset. So, that's why we are to yearn for all that is above. We are not to be looking for deliverance. You yearn. What is the greatest deliverance? John 8, 32, where you know the truth, the power inherited in the truth will set you free. The Bible says for that job, John 8:32, and what verse does it say? Is it verse 36? He who the son sets free, So, he said, your own mind, your own fixation. I mean, everybody in the family may be dying at 40, but you said to it, Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. I said, where Christ sits, where Christ sits is life forevermore. Where Christ sits, if, I, if it is dying young, he died young. So, if his resurrection has brought me life, it means I can't die young. Two generations don't work for the same thing. Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Verse 2. He said, Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm, and then fill your thoughts with heavenly realities. And not with the distractions of the natural realm. Verse 3, it says, Your crucifixion with Christ as severe the tide to that generational causes. And now, your true life. Hey. So, you need that. He's waiting for a discovery. You know what Paul prayed? He said that we will be filled with the revelations of these things. We have an inheritance, our own identity. That's where our true life is hidden away in God and in Christ. So we are new creation. Another scripture. Romans 8, verses 1 to 3. Romans 8. Can we read one, two, three, go. I want you to read this thing because there's something that reading does. You, you, he said. God has spoken once, twice. Have I had When you read, it connects with your, with your hearing. It connects with your vocal cords. You, you can express it. You can see the picture. Your vision can see. Can we go one, two, three, go? No, 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 no. Don't wait. He said the case is still pending. you to think about it. Whatever accusation the devil has against you, against your family, against your well-being, he said now the case is closed. People don't get married in your family. He said now the case is closed. They don't get married early. So let's start all over again. One, two, three, go. there remain some accusing voice of condemnation. Verse 2 So, you know there is a school of thought that there is no way we will walk through this life that our head will not shake <laughs> there's a school of thought that says uh, some curses may be hanging somewhere but look at what he say the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of jesus has liberated us from the law of sin so there is a clear distinction the law of sin and death is from where uh, answer me now, if you, are, if you are a Bible student. The law of sin and death is from where? Eh? It's from the devil. But the one that flows from Jesus is spirit of life. And is liberated. Verse 3. So now, if, say, for God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish, because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature, yet God sent us his son in human form to identify with our human weakness. He was clothed with high humanity. God's son gave his body to be seen, offering so that God could once and for all. So that's why he has to be in him. There is no other persuasion or other leaders who has done that for their followers. And we are not followers. We are partakers of his divine nature. We are not slaves. We are sons of God. So let me close tonight because, I mean, let me just open the other apps. Let me just put it in in context. There are two words that are important for us as believers to strengthen who we are in Christ Jesus. Two words. Number one word is identification. 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 And the other word is substitution. Substitution. So please step out. Oh, step out. A-Y. So this is Pastor Ion. I don't have a father. I don't have a mother. But I come to him. He's built a loving relationship with me. So he says to me, I have adopted you. What do you think will happen? Number one, I will change my name, identity. I will change my name from Iodanus to what? Can I have an amen? Amen. Is that not what happened? A new birth. That's what you you do. There was an exchange. I mean, even God in the Old Testament says, If your mother and your father forsake you, when you come to me, I will take you up. So, the number one thing that happens is that I have a new identity. So, I begin to identify with the other layers. You know the implication of that? When you take me on anything, it shows up. as my substitution so let me put this and I pray that the Holy Spirit will help you so I commit a crime as Iodanias so I receive adoption and then he shows up in court as Iodanias on my behalf did you get that? Because why? I am a new man in Christ. He has become my justification. He has become my substitution. Every resource that is available to him, he puts the senior advocate of Nigeria, of heaven, of heart together to defend me. Because why? I have identified with him. And I'm saying this for you to also know where believers make mistakes. If I still go and be committing crime all about, am I identified with him? That's why he says, I cannot continue in those things that grace may abound. He has become my advocate. He has become my strengthener. He has become my intercessor. He has become my standby. The whole life of Daniel, I can't even remember anymore. Because the more I identify with him, the more I derive my new identity. The more my life mixed with him. I cannot afford to lose that privilege. Can I have an amen tonight? Did you understand that? So what happened is that I identified with him and then he became my substitution. Guilt, condemnation, whatever accusation, he has become my righteousness. If I show up in the bank, they know his what. If I say I need a loan, they don't treat me as Ayodanias anymore. They treat me as Iodanias. And if they see his signature on any instrument, they honor it. Do you understand that tonight? Thank you, Pastor. So identification and substitution. Please, in closing tonight, the basis of this gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. You can flow the devil. You can flow anybody about it. That is the basis. That is the difference between this and any other persuasion. The death, the barrier, and the resurrection. Along those three strings, there are benefits. Benefits of an endless life. That's number one. Number two, Jesus did not die as a Matthias. He died as our substitute. There's a difference. People have died for their religion. No, this one died as our substitute. I mean, I will start from there on on Sunday. When he died, we died. When he was raised from the dead, we were raised from the dead. That's why, you know, there is uh, the legal aspect of our redemption. And there is that... Aspect that is real. His blood was shared over 2,000 years ago, but today, if you are giving your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, it becomes authentic in your life. It hasn't lost his savour, it hasn't lost his strength. So, he didn't die as a martyr on the cross. You know, they crucified two other thieves, so you can't put them in the same category. He died as our substitute that's why even when he rose from the dead the Bible says people were buried in Jerusalem around around that time because he has brought many sons into glory they saw the resurrection of the dead it wasn't only him that rose from the dead even the people who are buried some people saw their dead people can I have an amen tonight dead and grave they could not just hold him so it wasn't only him that was let go Romans 8 11, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. So sometimes in business, if that same spirit is at work, every other connecting business, whether you share office, whether they are in your line of need, they benefit from that resurrection power flowing through your own business. Can I have an amen tonight? So Jesus didn't die as a matiah, he died as our substitute. Um, our identification is that we identify with the finished work I emphasize it finished work finished work I know people use faith and sender and it's okay I use myself but it is not in the faith and sender. it is in the finished work finished work finished work Finish work. Hey, that you still have something you put on your lip. That you still have something is, is complete work. That this deliverance, this is how it's going to be. You get naked 12 midnight, seven, finished work. That the prayer you pray at 2 a.m. is the most effective one. Finish work. You can pray at any time. The Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. There is no less efficacy. If you pray in the morning, you pray in the afternoon, you pray in night, you pray midnight, Is as, as effective. He said, let us come boldly. You know, these says, please, understand it. He said, the other time, he said, let no one distract us that the prayer that you pray between 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. is the most effective because that's when the works of darkness are most active. You know, it is finished work. Demons are no respecter of people. They can manifest through people, whether 8 a.m. in the morning, 2 a.m. in the night. You need to come into your place of awareness. I know that over the years we have all these teachings together, but please understand The death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's the basis of our faith. We can do doctrine, teaching, everybody have their own. And it's okay, but the truth is that the fundamental is that Jesus was raised to life. And as many of his believers, we are also raised to life. And the Bible says in Romans 6, 4, we should walk in the newness of life. In the newness in the newness so there is the legal side there's also the biter side the day that you know that you can drive out demons you will see it and you will walk in the fullness of it i've shared the story before one of our programs in this city where people go there, so there was a word of knowledge that night they like said people who are washing their private part to cook soup for their husband and all that so my friend was, went for that meeting. So he told me, said he couldn't get space to sleep. But you know, as people come out from all where they are seated, it's not outside though. Under that atmosphere, people just, he just realized that people sat around those people, everybody just carried their Bible. <laughs> and disappeared. So there was a hope. By the time they were coming from the altar, that they prayed for them, they couldn't find. So my friend said, ah, These are empty seats. So he just went and sat near one of the witches. Stand with me. Stand with me. Can we just speak to the Lord tonight? Let's just speak to the Lord. I mean, this is, I I don't know how it is. I mean, we have children here. I mean, it has never crossed these children's mind that you are not going to pay their school fees. It has never crossed their mind that you're not going to give them dinner tonight. So I want you to just, whatever it is, all of us, we need to just depend on this God. It's a finished work. Can you just speak to the Lord? Can you speak to the Lord? Can you speak to the Lord? Lord, help me to just continually depend on you. There is no other foundation that can be laid except that which was laid, which was in Christ Jesus. I want you to just speak to him tonight. If you're watching online, just talk to the Lord. We have so much in our faith walk. The strength of our intimacy with God determines how far we will walk with Him. God expects you and I to develop this intimacy on a daily basis the holy spirit is living on the inside of us so he has given us power to become the sons of god yes lord he has also given us His Word to provide direction for us to provide insight for us i want you to pray that polite prayer for yourself that the heights of your understanding will daily be flooded with his life yes lord in the name of the lord jesus you will understand your inheritance in christ jesus Yes, Lord, Christianity is not a religion. It's God sharing his life with us. And we need to come into that place of understanding. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. God bless you. See you on Sunday.
0: This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2/3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org for more.